Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So we are, thankfully, one show day removed from the tragedy. So we can... Um, we can broaden the uh, broaden the acceptable dialogue um, spectrum a little bit today, but uh, certainly that's everything centering around Texas. Still, I would say that uh, today was the day of, along with yesterday, but today even more of really the most disgraceful displays of cynical, self-serving grisly, ghoulish opportunism that I've ever seen, ever, ever. So I'll start the day. Right. I was going to say when you were searching for the words, when you were going to say today yes. was the day, I was going to say today was the day of politicians sucking, but I didn't want to be a step on wife, so I let you well, um, fill it in. Yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Um, so... so the one that blew me away, can I just say this before you get into like doing your audio uh-huh. or whatever? The one that really boggled my mind was Obama. Because, like, sure. I mean, I'm obviously not a big Obama fan, just politically. He's not my cup of tea, whatever. But I always thought he was like kind of politically smart, right? Like, kind of not disgusting and craven and awful and like all the worst things of anybody Mm -hmm. but this is what he tweeted today and this boggled my mind like i really this made me actually angry Mm -hmm. barack obama tweeted as we grieve the children of uvalde today we should take time to recognize that two years have passed since the murder of george floyd under the knee of a police officer his killing stays with us all to this day, especially those who loved him. What the F is that? 
Really? What is that? What is that? There's parents that are going to bed knowing they're never going to see their freaking 10-year-old again who was not a hardened criminal who was being arrested by the police with fentanyl in his system because he was trying to pass counterfeit money to steal stuff for drugs or whatever the heck George Floyd was supposed to be doing. I agree George Floyd was murdered, but whatever. That aside, what on earth would possess you to actually tweet that? What would possess you to be like, you know who else is hurting? George Floyd's family. What? Like, why would you say that? Why would you say that? Why would you connect George Floyd to school children getting shot? Um, because he and his group of know-it-all West Wing wannabe marketing pukes. What's happening? I gave it to James. Didn't I? I'm pretty sure that I did. Can you talk to him? Because he uh, is Cyril here. Anson, is Cyril here? Can you guys go get Cyril, please, James? James. Okay, thank you. Sorry about that, guys. Okay, well, uh, once again, I would say the reason Obama did that is because, um is because he's an arrogant jerk and his sophisticated uh, Brooklyn Loft staff are arrogant jerks. And they said, well, we got to commemorate the George Floyd thing because obviously that's part of the biz model. No doubt about that. And we'll make the equation with the well, equivalency. And charity that he's raising money for is the reimagining police BS. Uh, and also, you know, so Obama tweets out using the word Uvalde, knowing that that'll get picked up and grabbed by a whole bunch of people as the hook for his George Floyd thing. And, uh, and so he moves right along from Uvalde, talking about George Floyd. His killing stays with us all day, especially those who loved him. Dirtish Bagus. <laughs> cut, cut the crap. Cut the crap. You're right. And then the second part of the, the thread is, in the aftermath of his murder, a new generation of activists rose up to channel their anguish into organized action, launching a movement to raise awareness of systemic racism and a need for criminal justice and police reform, which is a, a narrative being constructed out of bull vapor by this guy right here. A new generation of activists rose up in the aftermath of his murder. It was a fraudulent a, a, a revolution. If anything, okay? by there the was way, nothing. if anything, it, this... Uh, this school shooting is in conflict with the Black Lives Matter stuff because this is a school shooting that could have been solved by the police more proactively policing people and going after people who cause right. problems with like domestic violence and stuff in their homes and locking them up forever for being violent psychos before they did stuff like this. Right. right? After of the murder, a new generation of activists rose up to channel their anguish into organized action and uh, real estate, depending if you are with Black Lives Matter, it depends. Launching a movement to raise awareness of systemic racism, which is not what's happening in the police department. This is, uh, this is 
divisive race hustling, cheap ass race hustling from a Chicago punk ass, which is what he is. He's it's just a punk. Gross. He's just a punk it's with a with a nice uh, you know what I didn't Harvard do? degree. You know what I didn't do? I like, and it bothers me because I feel sometimes like I'm socially awkward and I like don't know how to appropriately react to things. But I like, you know what I didn't do yesterday before like little kids bodies were cold was like tweet out my charity and try to artificially link it to the dead children to make it seem like it was somehow connected when it's not no and then he's got That's a, some right. sick mess and up. his third one you know he goes further hawking his his uh, thing he has a picture of trayvon martin who once again was not killed by cops who was also a troubled young youth okay whatever doesn't matter they, they this the, the race hustle business and that's all it is it's cheap Back alley hustling. And that's what Obama's doing right now. But he's making millions and millions. He's also in the climate hustle. You know, you can tell by the fact that his huge mansion is right on the water. He doesn't believe any of this goddamn stuff. He doesn't care one bit. He is rocking and rolling. And once you convince yourself in the mirror that your hustle is in a morally righteous uh, dimension, then you'll hustle and never stop hustling. And that's what he's doing. He's a POS. Carries a POS. There are other people on the other side who are POSs. That's and they're just they're just dirtbags. But that's my like dirtbag award for the day is for. Well, I gotta give it to Beto O'Rourke. I could not handle that. Oh, on the radio but show, I, I guess took, I just thought, knew Beto sucked. Before. On on our my reds on my radio show, we took the governor Abbott live today, who talked about who gave a press briefing. Uh, you know, and he had the uh, lieutenant governor and uh, like law enforcement people with him. Very standard post-crisis uh, press beef briefing where Abbott mentioned the number of dead, et cetera, and the resources that they're bringing to the state. And at one point when he mentioned the number of dead, that 19 children were dead, he had trouble speaking. It was started to break down and to cry a little bit. Uh, and then he went to, and went through the timeline. He talked about how many officers were hurt. One of the officers who arrived on scene, a deputy who was in there trying to shoot the guy, his daughter had already been murdered by... Is that the person. Border Patrol guy? I'm not sure. Um, and anyway, and so it was it, it was an informational press briefing. Right, about of, dead uh, children. Right, exactly. And Beatty O'Rourke, this furry Generation X frigging limp-wristed quail-leg moron... Uh, then bur bursts into the press briefing. This is a, a government press briefing in in the same town, Uvalde, with in people in present are parents and relatives and the press. People getting needing uh, information. Beto bursts in and says, "You could have done something. You said that it was unstoppable, unforeseeable. You should have done something." You're doing nothing. No. You're offering us nothing. You said this was not predictable. This is totally predictable when you choose sir, not you're to do anything. Sir, you're the person yelling something, sir, you're out of line, is the mayor of the town. A guy who probably walked in the school, probably saw a whole bunch of children who was, whose bodies are shattered in a bloody pile. And Beto O'Rourke goes in there on as a political stunt because he's running for governor against Abbott so he can blame Abbott for all the murders. That guy is a piece of absolute shizen. And I hope the worst happens to him. I hate him. This is not, this is not, that is so low. 
that is absolutely so low. There is no bigger dirtbag than Beto O'Rourke. He is a dirtbag. Although Bob Duff, the president of the, of the Senate in Connecticut, I showed you what, what he wrote, right? Obama's in the running, too. This is Bob Duff, the president of the Senate. Okay. Did I, I read this yesterday? You, you didn't show me this, no. President of the Senate in Connecticut. Uh, which is uh, unbelievable. Bob Duff, the president of the Senate in Connecticut, he thinks of himself as a very educated, very moral person, tweets at Governor Abbott. What's happening over here? I don't know. Bob Duff, the government, the, the president of the Con Connecticut Senate, tweets at Gover Governor Abbott. I hope you feel the blood of dead children drip through your fingers and may the grief of those parents haunt your soul for the rest of your days. Hashtag Uvalde, hashtag Texas, hashtag gun violence. That is an elected leader. <laughs> is he okay? All the bright Why is he tweeting about blood dripping through fingers? Of like, the dead children. The, uh, what a sicko. Yes, he is a psychotic a psychotic. I can't. I can't. These people have a Let me problem. tell you, I, I, I will make it my business. Bob Duff, don't don't sneeze without sneezing into your sleeve, MFR. I am watching you, you MFR. God damn it. I will make it my life's business to freaking bring you what you should freaking deserve. Um... All right, so that's the angry stuff. Yeah. Uh, and it was just horrific, and people need to stop sucking. People need to absolutely stop stop sucking. Just to... Uh, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. What else is going on else? Oh, you know what else is going on? What else is going on? <laughs> Do, are we going to approach this right Speaking now? Speaking of BLM... <laughs> I don't know Alice? if this is a BLM situation. Yes, it is. It's an LM situation, but not B. Uh, well, no, it's not. You know what? Let's. We should do something newsy. What do you got for anything newsy? Anything going on other than Joe Biden um, uh, he, he telling everybody during his angry rant last night, his his other stump speech during the massacre that. Um, that deer don't wear Kevlar. Man, that's a gem. That's a, that's some gold. That Why he does he keep using that over and over? I don't know. I can't. I don't know. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Um, so I found out this week that uh, hiking is racist. That's a new one. Well, you know what? Let's said, talk about. Let's talk about because we obviously have no other topics. So, well, I that's not okay. No. Then go ahead, please, please do it now. Not the end of the show, please. I would love this if you do it now. Your cavalcade of topics, I am all for. Believe me. Okay, I didn't know you were all for. My I'm all topics. for your cavalcade. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyway, uh, Kendra Pierre Louis, this writer, writes a confession. I didn't know what hiking was until I went away to college, and once I learned. What it was, my takeaway was basically walking that white people have made complicated. And uh, someone else agreed with her who locked her account saying, it's a thousand percent fancy walking. But I do. Wait, just, it, wait, wait, it's, yeah, I don't know what hiking was. Hiking is walking. That, that white people have made complicated. Okay. So then another 
author who has since locked her account because she got grief on Twitter for saying this said hiking is a thousand percent fancy walking but the thing I want to stress is how much of U.S. hiking culture across time is steeped in concepts of conquest mountaintops exceptionalism virility purity exclusion and absence in activity in untrammeled lands by those deserving of it oh that is I like her so it's I gotta be a her I hope God it it's is. a her it is. So I bet you didn't even know when you engage in hiking that you are actually engaging in uh, conquest, exceptionalism, virility, yep, purity, exclusion, and uh, the trampling of untrammeled lands by those deserving of it. That's why I do it. Absolutely. I do it for conquest. Untrammeled lands. Yeah. Um, I mean, what are you going to say? I mean, to be honest, Alice, if we're talking on the crazy spectrum today, how far off is that? How far off is that from Bob Duff's broken mind or, uh, or, or any of these other people on the mental health spectrum who are nuts? Just yeah. think, her mind has filtered hiking so that she only picks up on... What's happening? That buzz. I don't know. Her mind only picks up... Um, only picks up, filters through it like she's panning for gold. Mm-hmm. Elements that have to do with... No, race, xenophobia. Maybe it's me. I don't know, but I moved the cord. I'm not connecting to the headphones in any way, shape, or form anymore. Hello? Yeah. I'm sorry that it's making noise. Hello. Particular case. What's that noise coming from? I don't know what the noise is coming from. Oh, maybe it's here. Okay, something. Stop. Okay. Okay, we're good. I'm sorry about that. But I'm seriously, Alice. People think like that. People think only in terms. Of how is something, especially if it's something that I guess is a white person thing, I don't know that that's really true. Never plug that in again. <laughs> how is it connected? It's not even connected to the headphones, so I don't understand. What was it? That's my power cord of my laptop. Oh, yeah, that's problematic, right? So, IT people, tell me what I do here, because I got a replacement power cord for my laptop, and when it's plugged in, our earphones buzz. So, explain to me. And the laptop is not plugged into anything that's plugged into the earphones. I can take it if it's not coming through. But I don't have, because I had my power plugged in, I don't have the audio going into my laptop right now. Okay. My laptop is not in any way connected to our headphones. We should. We should and try yet, when to. I plug we it should in, try to pick up the broken pieces and put together some kind of show. I think now at this point. Okay. Okay. Anyway, <clears throat> so hiking is racist. You're calling people psychotics, which is possible. But I don't know if you saw this, but. Uh, the there's a now a movement of people who want to rebrand psychosis. Did you see this at all? No. So just like what used to be called uh, gender uh, identity disorder is mm-hmm. now not called that. It's called like gender dysphoria and it's totally fine. You just totally change your body and that makes it fine. 
Um, or like having multiple personalities is called dissociative identity disorder. And like all your personalities are totally legitimate and all the people on TikTok <laughs> treat yes. them all like they're all legitimate. The New York Times has a piece out um, called Doctors Gave Her Antipsychotics, but she decided to live with her voices. What psychiatry calls psychosis, the hearing voices movement calls non-consensus realities. It provides support for people with hallucinations and is a part of an effort to reform how a mental health field approaches severe psychiatric conditions. So the idea being, you can now hear voices, be a complete psychotic, like literally diagnosable psychotic and on antipsychotic meds, and you can go off your meds and just be like, I live in a non-consensus reality. My reality is just, you just don't have consensus with me about what my reality is, so I just live in a different one, and that's cool. Well, I mean, why not? If we're making every other psycho, uh, uh, you know, normalized and saying that's absolutely fine, if we're, remember, Alice, it's, we've heard it in the public school systems, and now it's through all psychology. It's important that we affirm everybody. So we have to affirm all of these glitches and personalities. We have hmm? what? Can you go in the potty? No, I can't wipe myself. I'll come wipe you. Oh, are, are you gonna? You going in the potty now? Go in the potty. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. Could today get more psychotic? I don't know. And it's been nonstop. Today has been nonstop <laughs> since seven in the morning. It has been nonstop. <sighs> Jesus, we need. Uh... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. We need to fix us. Oh, Christ. Okay, so they're making the crazy people, um, they're telling them that they're absolutely normal. Yeah, and that's totally fine with everybody, I guess. And at the same time, when they're like pushing for gun control and red flag laws, red flag laws and all this stuff, like we're just supposed to believe that people who are literally psychotic and supposed to be on antipsychotic medications are just experiencing a non-consensus reality. Here's the problem, Alice. Mm-hmm. Is that this keeps happening exponentially everywhere. Two more hogs got the fever. Two more, and then two more, and ten more times that, and ten more times that, and ten more times that, and ten more times that. And it's all through the psychiatric uh, fields. It's all through uh, m medicine. It's through science. It's everywhere. 
too many hogs got the fever and we're living in a nut case world. This stuff, I mean, this thing with Obama tweeting today about dead children and the, you know, and, you know, plugging his fundraiser, et cetera. This thing with, with Bob Duff talking about the blood of children, uh, this, this Beto O'Rourke, even he himself, that what he is, is an aberration that should be, you know, considered absurd at any time. The fact that this is happening to me tells me that this country, maybe not this country, the world, the World Economic Forum, where they're talking about all new ways to monitor people and new ways to make sure that they can audit the, your, power, your usage of, of, of power. Meanwhile, they're living opulent life lifestyles out there, going to breakout rooms full of freaking caviar and, you know, just coming home with oodles of gift bag goodies, etc. This world is effing broken right now. This is not a good time. And this country is broken too. We've got a problem. And it's it's everywhere. And I'm 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 sorry. It's everywhere. Nothing is working right anymore. Nothing is working right. And I'm going to seg use this to segue to something. Okay. This is my kind of music, Alice. This is Tom Shattuck's kind of music. This is burn barrel type music. This is the Middlesex Concert Band. Alice and I have seen live before. Yes, at Mount Hood. And I've been to a few of their kids' concerts, uh, including one with an instrument petting zoo. Ooh. Check out a Middlesex Concert Band concert on Sunday, June 5th at 3 p.m. in Wakefield's State-of-the-Art Performing Arts Center in the Galvin Middle School. Normally, admission is $15 for adults, but this time it's free to everyone, thanks to a generous anonymous donation. I like free. Ooh, yes, now more than ever. The concert called Stories in Music is a presentation of music that's been used to tell some of our favorite stories. More details are at www.mcbconcertband.org. That's www.mcbconcertband.org. Org. Again, the concert is at the Galvin Middle School in Wakefield, Massachusetts on Sunday, June 5th at 3 p.m. Two years ago, my moronic, dumbass publisher boss, who's an effing moron, publisher, moron, 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 idiotically ordered me to come in during the during COVID to the office to pick up the mail. <laughs> you need to get your mail. You need to get your mail. Now, if you knew anything about media, then you would know that the mail sucks. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm sorry about that. Usually I, it's, it's, it's you know, pencil written, handwritten letters from World War One veterans who are angry that the paper's not covering the Poughkeepsie Blue Jackets anymore. It's, I, I don't, it, it, and, and, it, the mail doesn't matter. If you are in the media, you know mail doesn't matter. It's pitches from PR people or this or that and whatever, nothing. So this moron orders me in to go get the mail. <clears throat> I take my car two years ago. In the middle of the pandemic. Take I think my, it was August 2020, take my car. I say. Thank mm -hmm. you, Elsa. I take my car. I drive into Lowell, Massachusetts. The Lowell connector has somebody. I'm trying to get onto the Lowell connector. Uh, the guy I'm trying to merge onto is not letting me merge on. He's like, I'm going to run into the, I'm running out of room because there's construction happening. I'm going to hit a construction barrel thing in a second. I gun it. I go ahead of him. And immediately there's a stadium over there or, or Lowell cop who pulls me over for speeding. Right? And I was speeding, but because I had to survive. So fine. So then I get into the, the Lowell Sun offices. 
I go look at the pile of mail on my desk, and because nothing works anymore, because it's a, it's a, everybody's been fired, and also it's a, we're now in the the area of it's it's lockdowns and COVID stuff, and the world's upside down. I look at the pile of mail on my desk, and it's all for the Boston Herald and Howie Carr, because the same company owns both of us. So this moron who orders me to go to, to get the mail because there's a pile of mail on my desk because some other moron in the office had dumped it on my desk when it didn't belong to me, has now caused me to get a speeding ticket in Lowell, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Now, I was good and nice to the guy, uh, the officer, obviously. It was the middle of Black Lives Matter stuff, too. And and he said something along the lines of, hey, thanks for being cool or whatever. Just let the judge know that you were, like, uh, whatever. He put some mm-hmm. some wink-wink thing. So... As if I so so I so I said okay that means appeal the ticket so I appeal the ticket. Well, your good and dutiful wife is this pertinent to the story? Went and appealed the ticket and paid the money to appeal okay. the ticket and mailed it in and did all the things. Okay, and, okay, just adding some color. That's that's wonderful. It's a cliffhanger, Alice. Thank you very much. <laughs> so anyway, so more than a year later, then we find in the mail this thing that says. You have your court date is next week or something. And this is like a month ago, but I, I couldn't take the day off because it's not enough lead time. My court date, plus I'm in the ratings book. So I, I thought that the thing had been forgotten. It's been two years, almost two years. So anyway, so anyway, I had to work in the morning. I So I tried to email and call the Lowell court. No go, no go. I even found emails for the person who handles them, traffic magistrate guy, what's that? No go, no nothing. You can't call because the dead phone bank is dead. Nobody's there. I have no recourse. I have to blow off the court date. So I blow off the court date and do my job in the morning, and and then um, and then we find somewhere in the house because we're effing chaotic in this house. In one of the piles of mail, in one of the piles of crud in the house, we find something that said. By the way, you have to pay this fine or else your your license is going to be suspended. So we're like, oh, crap. No, it's if you blow off. It said on the right. thing where we appealed the court date and when your court date was, it said if you blow off the court date, your license will automatically be suspended. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. So so we go online to pay the fine, the blow off mm-hmm. the court date fine, which we paid mm-hmm. online. Yeah, I have a receipt in March. So then today, after all the things that we do... Mm-hmm. Which is uh, get ready for the show. Get ready for the show. Get ready for the show. Immediately to do the show, which is four hours from do the show. Do post production stuff. From do post production stuff. Um, today I had a little bit of time to write a Substack, and then I had to go take my daughter to go for my son was in wall climbing. You guys don't care. It doesn't matter. Anyway, I'm, I'm I go out to take my son back from climbing a wall in. The Greater Newburyport, Massachusetts area, and as we're driving around, I see a cop up ahead, and I think, "Oh, okay, that's fine. I'm only going in the 40s here. The the the, the, the speed limit, as a matter of fact, I'm clocked at going 46 in a 30. These are the open roads of essentially um, of essentially You're Newbury, not Massachusetts. To go more than 10 over. Right. Okay. So, but I'm not going. I'm not flying. Anyway, cop pulls me over. I had no idea why he pulled me over. My son thought it might be because he wasn't in the car seat and maybe he didn't weigh enough to be in the front seat. I have no idea. 
Compost me over and says, yep, you just you know you know you're speeding a little bit over there. And so now I gave my license and registration, at which time what should have happened was he should say, Oh wait, you're in the country town here with high um high property taxes in this small town. Um right there, you're a member of this community. I let me just tell you, don't go for but no no no. He should have said that because that's what we pay for in this town. Okay, to leave us alone when we're 15 miles over the 30 mile per hour speed limit. Anybody going 30 miles per hour, by the way, should be incarcerated for 18 years. So, well, it could be worse. The town I grew up in, it's now 20, and right. to make it 20, they all had signs out in their yards that said 20 is plenty. Those people should all be incarcerated. 20 is plenty, obviously. Tom. So, so here's the, so so then so then he goes and he's. He's back there for a while with my stuff in his car, and now I'm thinking, okay, it's on. And then a second squad car comes, and I'm and I'm saying, okay, this is. I know what this is. This is not good. And he comes back over to me and he says, "Your license has been suspended as of this moment. Now you have to get somebody to get here right now, or we're going to have to tow the car, and you're going to have a court date. I'll give you a few minutes." So there we go. So as part of the world not working anymore. Now, because of these, all of these stupid events, none of which had to take place, now my license is suspended. By the way, I'll be driving with a suspended license. Go f yourself, state of Massachusetts. That. If you I need Tom Shattuck, that. I'll be in the goddamn car. That's where I'll be. Okay. I don't recommend that. Second of as all, a course of action. No better cops than to pull me over for this nonsense. It was absolutely stupid and useless. Give me a break, which which is why, as you know now, Alice, I am full on Colin Kaepernick. I'm with with Kaepernick. I am a member of BLM now, and uh, anti blue thin blue line now as of now. We have we're adults here. I'm almost fifty years old. There's no time for suspended licenses. I get a court date where I have to show some guy a receipt. What am I going to do? Have to take the for the fourth time in my life. I'm sorry I've been a bad driver, full weekend course. We're busy. We have kids in a life. I can't play rapper room anymore. F you. You guys want to make me into a criminal? I'll be a effing criminal. I don't have time for your shit Maybe anymore, you government. you just take the class. No, I don't have time for their shit anymore. I'm done with it. I'm done. You suck, Massachusetts. You suck, which is why I think, once again, we should get the holy F out of here. I'm sick of these people. I'm freaking sick. What hassle? What am I going to pay? A 200 bucks? Go to court? 800 bucks? Why? For why? For freaking, for not rioting in the middle of Boston? For not lighting a cop car on fire? For being so lame that I didn't take advantage of uh, the looting opportunities along Newbury Street and Boylston Street like everybody else did this year? The more equal people? I'm sorry that I'm a big, stupid, fully employed taxpayer who pays taxes and does the things I'm supposed to do. I'm sorry about that. I'm not, that I don't have, that I didn't uh, grow up to be a, a freaking scofflaw. F you. It's absolute horse crap, and I think it sucks. This state blows, blows. There will be a time, as just when you won't have Tom Shattuck to kick around anymore. And by the way, let me tell you another thing. Okay. You remember when, back when Sally was just a baby, mm-hmm. in the city of Boston, I had my Subaru then in a big wall of ice fell off of a tunnel and hit my car mm-hmm. and dented my car and it cost a thousand to three thousand or whatever it was but it did damage to the car i had a witness to saw it it, it was of the mass highway department should have handled that ice so it didn't just hurt my car they had an 
inside audit, and they decided, no, they weren't at fault, and they said, go screw, essentially. I, it was very hard to get through to them. Let me make you this promise, State of Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Now, some of the money I have recouped from you, <laughs> and you won't know how, but I intend to get it the rest back, and if you put me out for this, for this uh, chain reaction to driving 46 miles per hour on the empty horse-riding streets of Newbury, I will get every... I know where your stuff is. I drive by it all the time. I see it. I will get every single cent back. And you will find freaking state police boats, trailers, (laughs) and signage on eBay. (laughs) I am not going to be the loser of this. That is it. That is my 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 promise to you. Effers. Jesus Christ. I've not had enough. I yield the floor to you, Alice. Thank you, honey. Um, for a person who doesn't like local politics, you do a lot of hyper local Tom Shattuck centric politics, you know. It's about it's not about local politics. It's about the state and overreach and punishing the producers. Mm-hmm. That can be localized to any place. And it's BS. And this guy effed up. This officer today screwed up. He should not have pulled I'm me over. Sure Once he saw my address, just- he should have said, oh, I see. You're one of the guys who pays me for a living. You weren't going really fast. Your son's in the car. You're probably doing life stuff right now. I'm sure he's just not allowed to let you keep going if your license is suspended. He shouldn't run it. He should have just said, said where, saw where I live and say, okay, I see. You, you will live down there. You're one of the people. But no. So now my license is uh, suspended. Double. For, for some reason at all. And now I'm going to get dinged with another moving violation, which would be the <laughs> second one, which insur- things my insurance as well. I guess for, you should have blown off work that day and gone to court. For no reason. It, it doesn't work like that, Alice. You can't blow off work today. I am desperately trying to connect with the people. I don't want to put have some idiot sit in for me well on that note i'm gonna close the show with a poem that somebody i know posted on facebook Mm -hmm. it's by a poet named brian bilston who is from the uk i understand um and it is called america is a gun oh christ i'll be right there one second i'm almost done England is a cup of tea. France, a wheel of ripened debris. Greece, a short, squat olive tree. America is a gun. Brazil is football on the sand. Argentina, Maradona's hand. Germany, an oompa band. America is a gun. Holland is a wooden shoe. Hungary, a goulash stew. Australia, a kangaroo. America is a gun. Japan is a thermal spring. Scotland is a highland fling. Oh, better to be anything than America as a gun. My goodness. (laughs) You know what? It stops you in your tracks, but really makes you think. Are you allowed, by the way, to stereotype countries like that? (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not sure what's Germany... What's India or China? I'm not sure Germany is really uh, known for the iconic Oompa band, uh, 
bands, whatever the hell that is. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to pick the worst of each country, <laughs> I don't know that that Germany Oompa Band would be the first thing I go to in Japan either. But he also didn't do India, China, or any really majority non-white country. So, uh, you know, I don't know what he was going to do for Other those countries. Other than desperate refugees who uh, are landlocked across Europe, where are the people of the world trying to claw and get into I wonder. I think they're looking for... America is, is a gun. I'm fine with that. That's great. Gun represents a, a hell of a lot great about America, including, you know, gaining freedom, including the fact that it's built in to our societies that tyrannical government does not run things. We are a bottom-up, ostensibly, except for Newbury, Massachusetts. We are a bottom-up um, uh, country where, uh, damn right, the citizens have guns because we have freedom. And we can protect ourselves, and we can scare t- tyrannical uh, state, tyrannical state, from trying to infringe on our lives, and that is damn good. That's right. We have guns. We have awesome, huge college football games. We have fentanyl. We have, uh, you know, all sorts of um, all sorts of uh, you know sporting games and culture and tacky water parks and all sorts of other stuff that's right we've got all sorts of stuff in america it is a a mixed bag in america it's a very violent place and i'm fine with you uh limey pussies staying over where you are and ha- making sure that you're known for your tea i used to work in a hotel and it's funny how uh, many of you were so interested in hanging out with us yeah, screw you people enough enough america first and black lives matter that's all they say by the way we invented Black Lives Matter. That is an American creation. All American. And I'm part of it now, as a matter of fact, <laughs> in my fight against the Newbury Police Department. Don't give any money to Patrice Colors. That's all I ask. I'm not making any promises, Allison. Thank you, as always, for listening. You can find us on Twitter at Burn Barrel. And you know what? I'm not cleaning up the sta- swears in this one. I don't care. I'm oh, not. Wow. I've been radicalized now. I'm all in. Are you going to change the designation on our podcast to explicit on the Apple store. We're adding pronouns to the podcast. I'll tell you that, starting with this one. Um, anyway, at Burnbarrel Pod, is where you can find all the places to listen to the show. Leave us an Apple podcast review before we get suspended for Tom putting swears on there, but we're not rated explicit. Anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? 
All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.